Yo, Wagwan people, thanks for tuning in to the Grateful Yardy Podcast. Your boy Drew talking to things and upon the ends. I just finished watching the Elimination Chamber and Wedding at Raw, so I'll give myself a little quick review of those two programs. Um, with Elimination Chamber, it was to me the predictable chamber, very predictable show. You knew where they were headed, where they're going towards WrestleMania on the Raw side. Things were very predictable and that's what killed the show for me i knew alexa bliss was going to keep her title i knew that asuka was going to keep her her um her streak going i knew that roman reigns was going to win the elimination chamber i was kind of shocked that john cena got eliminated early um so nothing really shocked me on elimination chamber really and truly it was more of a lackluster show to me if i had to rate it i'd probably give it a strong two and a half stars out of five because the predictability of the show everything was known pretty much before the show even started who was going to win who was going to lose where everybody was going to be positioned on the raw side going forward with six weeks left until wrestlemania on raw and the thing i didn't like was Ronda Rousey is not a strong promo. We knew this in MMA. She didn't really talk. She only had that scour face. Or you put her in, um, if you put her in those embattled shows they have, like, like I guess fight week shows they put on YouTube for UFC, you get across the character that that she that she, or the person who she was in MMA. But if she's playing the Ronda Rousey character, you got to remember that she's now a character in the universe of WWE. I just didn't like the fact that um, they had her out there trying to cut a promo and how happy she is to be a part of this and blah, blah, blah. I know she's going to come across as the baby face in this, but to be honest to you, when she was in MMA taking arms, the arm collector, she's being coined. I don't know if that's her nickname going forward in the WWE, but... I just didn't like the fact that it the the segment came off very cartoonish with the whole she almost missed putting Triple H through the table. The smack by Stephanie was very juvenile. I think with her things should be a lot more serious, especially coming from the world of mixed martial arts. The same way how Brock Lesnar is played up to be serious, like there's no joke thing. I like. You hear him cuss and stuff when he cut, when he's cutting his promos, not um, Paul Heyman cutting his promos. I would have been nice maybe if Ronda Rousey had some kind of multi-piece advocate, like a manager or her agent speaking for her to sign the contract or something like that. Because the, the segment on the Elimination Chamber show came off very, I would say, too much of a ha-ha-he-he thing more than a serious thing. And then on Raw typical raw i don't spend my three hours watching raw i tried to this week because i didn't really want to watch the bachelor finale or semi-finale uh i just thought the show again on raw was very lackluster same old same old same people in the same matches i did like um the mrs promo that he cut saying that he's been here 12 years and they kind of treat him like shit and he wants to be treated he put more prestige in the in the ic title and he wants to be treated and respected for doing so and him having two matches and losing them both it seems like 
Finn Balor and Seth Rollins will be in some type of three-way match with him at WrestleMania. Which, which, which is, I'm fine with that. That match will probably be an awesome match. And The Miz, trust me, since last year to this year, to me, The Miz has drastically, as a character, improved. I enjoy his promos. I enjoy his in-ring work. It's night and day to what he was, I would say, two, three years ago. Since, tw- since I think since, I would have to say, the Talking Smack promo he did with Daniel Bryan, and then him coming over to Raw and adding Maurice, this it, he's been an excellent character going forward. And at the end of Raw, we saw everybody from the night before that I talked about with Ronda Rousey apologizing for doing what she did, and then Stephanie apologizing for what she did, and then Triple H punching Kurt Angle in the face for no apparent reason. I, we don't know why he assaulted Kurt for no reason. Don't understand it, but it's probably leading to Kurt and Ronda being a tag team versus Stephanie and Triple H. Alright, stay tuned. We got Francis and the Lights with friends. I've noticed in the last, I'd say, 10 to 15 years that as you transition out of your 20s where you got a crew of like 20 people deep, you go to the club every week, you go party, and as a song, party and bullshit, party and bullshit, as you mature as a person and your priorities change and your mindset has changed from those younger days to settling down and having a family and getting married and having a mortgage and not spending disposable uh, disposable income at the bar it's become for me personally it's become very 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 tough to meet new friends I don't know what it is because if you're at an actual workplace where you punch in and punch out, the people that you work with, some of them will become friends with you. Others you just know because you work there and others you just don't give a shit about. But I think outside of that realm, if you work from home, if you're, if you're a business owner, if you are an entrepreneur, it is extremely tough to meet genuine good people that are in the same boat same mindset same everything and we're in an online digital age so you use the online tools to meet these people and for me what i've come across in the last few months is that i've put myself out there on on these um modes of finding friends and when you get to the point like hey let's meet it's a whole cock and bull foolishness utterance dunceness to get together and just I don't know have a cup of coffee and see where it goes or you know what I'm gonna start up a meetup group there's a website we all know and love called meetup and I'm only gonna put it at selective time and selective dates and, and blah 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 and you sign up to go and that's how we get together it's not like here's my number we met this way. Here's my number. 
let's meet up for a coffee on on a Friday afternoon or a Saturday night and watch the game on at the bar or something. It always has to be some type of event, which I don't I don't mind personally. But the problem I have is that we can't get off the ground. We're we're stuck in neutral and we're going down the hill backwards. And instead of just being like, you know what? Maybe you're nervous, I'm nervous. Never use the internet to meet friends. But this is the day and age we're in. So if there's a meetup group, Kijiji ad, Craigslist ad, Friendster, whatever, Facebook, whatever. Because the people that you know on Facebook, you knew them through high school or you worked with some of them or elementary school or college or et cetera, et cetera. But are you really engaging with those people that you know on, on, on those social medias? That's how you are engaging with them on social media. You're not engaging with them outside of social media. So it's for me, it's become difficult to actually find people that want to be in this day-to-day world and actually meet up, develop friendships, develop like-minded things and enjoy each other's company and engage with one another and grow a friendship because we can't even get through the starting blocks. It's like at the race at the racetrack, the gates open and you and that person's horse, the horse two and three ain't running, but the rest of the horses are. So I'm just saying, is there a way that we can meet friends and actually develop strong relationships using today's technology and get things off the ground instead of saying, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let's meet up and no, I can't. Or I can only meet at this time and this date. And when people give alternates and alternates and alternates, eventually that person, i.e. myself, gets fed up and says, fuck it. I'm not going to waste my time with it because I put in all this energy and effort to actually, you have an ad, I answer your ad, answer all your questions, call, um, you say reply, reply, we exchange numbers, we talk, we do all these things. And you're not being upfront and honest about what you are and what you're looking for. I'm being upfront and honest about what I'm looking for. But then we get to the point like, hey, let's meet. Or you set up a group and to say the group doesn't work those time and date for me. But I can't contact you and say, hey, why don't we go for a drink on Friday? Because it doesn't fit in the context of what you're trying to do. I'm not trying to be in your life. All I'm saying is that it's easy for us to get together in a in a very quick fast way nowadays than it was 10 to 15 years ago what's going on with my sweet sweet jamaica man what's what's going on because i try to clue in into jamaica from time to time because as my background i have family and i'm really really down there and we know, say, the state of emergency is still going and some of the gunmen them have left St. James Parish, which is where Montego Bay is, is. It's like if you live in Canada, it would be Toronto, Ontario. If you live in America, it would be like Chicago, Illinois. Montego Bay St. James is the St. James is the parish. And some of these gunmen, most wanted list men, have left St. James and are going to the neighboring parish. Uh, and hiding out and giving the neighboring parish problems to get away from the, the army and the police that is in St. James. The reason why I want to talk about this because here's the thing. We all know Jamaica, a.k.a. Yard, 
really, really re- rely strong and heavily the economy of the of Jamaica rely heavily upon tourism. And right now, Montego Bay is a tourist city. You see me? It's a tourist city. You have the airport, you have the beautiful beaches, the downtown, the strip where them have the casino and the clubs them and re 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 with the tourists them to enjoy yourself. You go to any resort that's in Montego Bay, they make sure they have a bus that goes down to the hip strip as it's called for the tourists them to enjoy themselves. But we're not gonna get tourists and tourism into Jamaica if the gunman them are continuously doing what they're doing, like i.e. out of Falmouth recently or two days ago, they shot up the A and E, which is the the accident and emergency hospital out of Falmouth. Gunman going there and uh, look for somebody and pop shot. We seen gunman shoot after other man at the gas station. Jamaica is the sweet Jamaica in the anthem it says Jamaica the land we love right now the gunman them and these criminals are not showing the love of Jamaica Jamaica is a beautiful island people go there right now coming to the end of reggae month you should be tourism should be floating into Jamaica there's certain things that I see in Jamaica and I would love that Mike the country I live in it in Canada would adapt like supporting the local artists Jamaica does that but when you're doing foolishness like shooting after other gunmen or other criminals in funeral processions he's already dead and shooting after his people them that kills the vibe for the people them that are over in a foreign and for those who don't know what foreign is that's Canada America England that is not local to Jamaica so, but foreign is usually where people come, make their money, and go home. So, when the gunman them kill that vibe, they, the people are foreign. The, the, there's about 3 million Jamaicans living in Jamaica, and about 40 million other Jamaicans that are outside of Jamaica. So, those 40 million see this that want to go home and visit family, want to go home for a vacation, want to reunite with family and them sitting there they no one go down there when the gunman them are shooting up the tourist situation or any part of the island and i'm glad to see some of the musicians them are licking out against it and say we need to stop put on the gun them put the gun go a sheriff office and put on the gun at the gate because this what this is what happens the gunman them kill the tourism dollar which kills the economy personally speaking if jamaica was smart jamaica would have team with canada when canada is getting ready to to legalize the ganja and have some kind of initial trade thing with the jamaican ganja if become a foreign that's just my opinion that would have helped the economy but that's for another episode the gunman them need to put on the gun Leave it alone so that it can ease up and make the tourist dollars flow. And that's what will help Jamaica flow. That's why the roads will get better. That's why the sewage system will get better. That's why the people that dump up, dump up garbage all over the place will get better. Because it's a trickle-down effect. But are the gunmen them 
that is holding that up from happening. If you are planning to go to Jamaica, I wouldn't suggest it. But if you are going, listen to what the what the prime minister and the other people said. Listen to if you're going to a resort, listen to the people that are on the resort. Be safe. Do what you're supposed to do. I wouldn't advise you to go, but if you plan to go, be safe. All right. Thanks for tuning into the Grateful Yardy Podcast. As usual, you can always hit me up Facebook.com slash Grateful Yardy Podcast on Instagram. That's Mr. Underscore S P E C Y A L on Twitter, Mr. Special without the underscore. And you always, if you have anything you want to promote, top boat, lick out against Ray 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 or any suggestion for me to talk about just drop me a line it is great for your already podcast on gmail.com also check us out on anchor.fm slash the great for your already podcast god bless stay grateful peace <laughs>